Okay, good morning, everybody. Using baby wipes on Shabbos, mutter or usser? What do we say? Depends. Depends on the baby, depends on the wipe, depends on the parent. Wife. <laughs> wife, okay. Depends on who's changing the diapers. The truth is, though, it's more relevant than just changing a baby. It's really the whole sugi of uh, cleaning any surface with a moist material. And obviously the shayla is, is there a violation of schita? Now, any good conversation of schita, we always have to be makdim bagdama ketzara. We know there are two potential forms of schita. There's schita tolda of libun, and there's schita tolda of dash. So schita as a form of cleaning, we know that when you're cleaning a begad, there are three different aspects to the iser. Shriya, shifshuf, and schita. Shriya is soaking the begad in water. You take any uh, begad that has dirt on it, and you just place it into water, and that itself is an iser de raisa, because the water uh, being absorbed in the begid is helpful in the cleaning of the, of the shmutz. Shifshuf is agitating, mixing it around to get the, uh, the dirt off of the begid. And then schita is the third process where you wring out the water. The goal of wringing out the water is obviously not to procure the water, it's to get rid of the water and thereby get rid of the dirt. So that's schita tolda of libun. Schita tolda of dash is an entirely different thing conceptually. We know that zezim v'anavim, if you squeeze a grape into a glass on Shabbos in order to make grape juice, that is an iser dirais of schita, not tolda libun, you're not cleaning the grape by squeezing it. But it's dash because the malacha of dash is separating the kernel from the chaff. And therefore, when you squeeze out the grape juice from the grape, that's mefarik, right? You're separating the mashka from the solid in order to extract that liquid, to procure that liquid. That's schita tolda of dash. So that's why whenever we speak about squeezing on Shabbos, we, the first question is always, we have to analyze, are we talking about libun or are we talking about dash? There's an important machlokus we've shown in that the Birlacha discusses in the end of Simon Shin Chav. Machlokus between the Rebbe Tam and the Ran. The Rebbe Tam tells us, the yesh ne'inyan eschita, Hainu schita mimayim isuru mishum libun, below mishum dash. When you're squeezing out a begid, getting rid of the water, that's a violation of libun and not dash. Kiyamayim hochim liibud, below dami ladash. Because you're getting rid of the water, it's going to waste, and therefore it's not at all similar to dash, where you're trying to procure the liquid. Ubishar mashkin hu hahipoch. But if you have a begid that's soaked with other liquids, then it's the exact opposite when you're squeezing it out to try to get the liquid. So for example, the grape juice spills on the tablecloth, and you don't want to waste all of that good grape juice, so you squeeze out the tablecloth to put the grape juice back inside of the, uh, the bottle. That would be schita tolda abdash. However, when you're squeezing out the grape juice, if you're not doing it in order to get it back inside the bottle, but you're doing it just to make the tablecloth that it's not so wet, 
So then that's holech le'ibud, in which case explains their benetam, that's not bechlal dosh. Meaning one might have argued that you're doing an action of dosh. You are separating a juice from where it was absorbed. Now it's true, I'm not in violation of the derisive because I'm not doing so in order to actually take that juice and use it. But maybe you could argue it's a malacha shein tzricha legufa. And it should still be asim at at least. However, there been a Tom's opinion was that because it's so much the contrary to what Disha is all about, that's not even the bechlal the malacha. And therefore, if you squeeze out the grape juice just to get rid of it, it's not a violation of malabain. You're not cleaning it because even though you're trying to get rid of the liquid, there been a Tom held, it's only a, a process of libun if it's water. Then by squeezing out the water, you're doing something productive. If you still have grape juice absorbed in the tablecloth, that's not really libun. Elamai, it should be dash. Dash is only if you want to keep the grape juice. If you're just squeezing it out, it's holech le'ibud. Then it would not even be categorized as dash, and it would be mutter lechachila. That's the opinion of the Rebbeinatam. Now, Lemaisa, the re argues on this, and the re held that, of course, you're not in violation of an Isidur of dash when you're squeezing out the grape juice just to get rid of it, but it should still be Asimidir Abonin. Okay, that's the machlokes between the Rebbeinatam and the Ri. Everyone agrees, though, that when you're squeezing out the grape juice in order to um, get all of that juice back into the bottle, that would be an Isser of Dash. Is that an Isser de Raisa or an Isser de Rabbanan? What would you assume? So on one hand, you could argue it's an Isser de Raisa. That's Mamish, the classic case of squeezing a grape for the grape juice. However, you could say that maybe Dash is only when you're procuring the juice from its source of growth, right? You're squeezing the olive to get the sheben, you're squeezing the grape to get the, uh, the juice. That's mefarik. That's similar to what we had in the Mishkan. In this case, though, the grape juice was not, was not uh, originally coming from the tablecloth. It happened to have been absorbed in the tablecloth, and now I'm squeezing it out. So you could argue maybe that's not an Isidir of Dash. So this also, Baruch Hashem, is a machlokis. Many Rishonim were of the opinion, and it sounds like the Shulchan Aruch Paskins this way, that even though the juice did not originate from the Begid, once it's absorbed in the Begid, we view it as there's now real mashka in the Begid, and if you want to squeeze it out to procure that mashka, that would be the same thing as a regular deraisa of dash. Others showed him say no. The deraisa of dash is only when you're squeezing something from its source of growth. So that's a good machlokas to have in mind as well. There happens to be a sheet of the Ramban. Um, the Ramban was of the opinion that whenever you're squeezing out a begid, it's only possible to have an Isser of Schita based on Libun. But the whole discussion of Dash has no application to squeezing a liquid from a Begit. 
dash is only when you have a fruit, you have something organic, and you're squeezing, you're being mefarek, the liquid from its source of growth. That was the sheet of the Ramban. Let's take a look here at a couple of Sifim in Shulchan Aruch and Shin Chav. Uh, Yud Zayin. Svog ein mekanchin bo eli yesh bo beisachiza. You are not allowed to wipe off a surface with a svog, with a sponge, unless it has a handle. Why not? Gezerah sheme yischot. Sounds like from the Mechaber, it's Asr Medirabanan, because you might squeeze it. Okay, let's take a look at the Mishnah Bura Sivkot in Mem Hey, Svog, Hukumin Semer Nasilechov Hayom. Right, it's a sponge. There's a different shot later on from the Aruch that's slightly more uh, mystical. But Lamais, it's a sponge. Sivkot in Mem Vav, Ein Mekan Chinbo, Es Hatavla Vesakara. This is referring to wiping off the table or cleaning off a plate. You can't use a sponge unless it has a base of chiza, unless it has a handle. What does that do? So Memzai and the Mishnah Bura quotes Rashi and the Rambam, where they explain the Mishnah as follows. When it has a leather that's used as a handle, then when you're holding on to the, the leather part of the sponge, then it's possible you might not squeeze it. So that's why if it has a base of chizah, it's mutter. If it doesn't have a base of chizah, it's aser. Now the Ravid, he goes on to explain, doesn't like that shot because his basic argument is Let's get real for a second. Even if you have a base of chiza, you have some kind of handle, some kind of a leather attached to the svog. When you're wiping with the sponge, it is definitely going to squeeze out liquid. So he has a different shot in base of chiza. Okay, let's hold off on the ribbon though. So we're saying using a sponge without a base of chiza is aser. The reason the Mechaber told us is because Shema Yishot because you might squeeze it. It almost sounds like from the Mechaber, the actual wiping on the table or on the plate is not problematic. The only concern is you might wring out the sponge, which would be schita. Mishnah Bura comes along and he quotes the Gra. The chashash, the chashash is to wring it out after or while you're doing it. So he doesn't say explicitly, but it sounds like the actual wiping would yeah. not be a problem. Okay. <clears throat> Shema, Shema, you might squeeze it. That's the Pashup Shad of the Mechaber. Not, not, during, not during the actual cleaning with it. However, writes the Mishnah Berurah Memcheh, Shema Yischot, Kosob Beber Shato Soferhu. There is a mistake here in the Mechaber. Vitzarech Lomer Mishum Schita. The Mechaber did not mean that it's usher to use a sponge lest you'll come to squeeze it out. Rather, he's teaching us it's usher to use a sponge because by doing so, by definition, that is schita. It's a psikresha that water will be squeezed out of that sponge when using it. Because it's impossible that you will not squeeze out some of the water as you're holding the sponge between your fingers unless it has a besachiza. So it comes out the machabah that we have in front of us, 
the Gra is explaining Zatos Sofer. And it's not just the Gezerah, you might come to squeeze out the sponge, but it's more fundamental. Using a sponge is usr because, by definition, you are squeezing it well, you're using it, it's a psikresha. Now here, here's the fundamental question. Is he talking about schita tolda of libun? Or is he talking about schita tolda of dash? Is the issue here that by squeezing out the water, you're cleaning out the sponge, which is melabing? Or is he saying, no, it's, it's like dash, where you're extracting the water from its source, right? It got absorbed in the sponge, and now you're, you're squeezing out the water in order to use it. I'm not just trying to get rid of it, but I'm using it in the cleaning process. So this is a very basic question. You're saying that the assumption would be he's referring to schita tolda of of libun or of dash of libun that you're cleaning out the sponge. I mean that that's a normal usage of a sponge. You know, like very few people are using a sponge, you know, for the for the liquid. But it might be water, you're thinking, Mr. Kaiser, if, if you're assuming the actual reading of the Mechaber, that you might squeeze out the sponge, that is definitely Pashabshad referring to a told in Malabi. Right. But once you have the Gra, where the Gra says, that's not how you read the Mechaber. The Mechaber is saying in the actual usage of the sponge, you are in violation, it's a psikresha, that you're in violation of schita. The usage of the sponge, you could argue, is not pshat that I want to get out the water because I'm trying to, to clean out or dry out the sponge. If I'm actually using the sponge as I'm cleaning off a table or a plate, most people want the water to come out in order to be helpful in assisting with the cleaning of the table or the plate. That might be a violation of Dutch. So Lamaisi, he doesn't specify, but this is a Sif Yudzayan, this is the case of Svog. Now Lamaisa, we have this sheet of Rashi and the Rambam that say if there's a base Chiza, there's no problem. And the Ravid's question is, what does a base Chiza do? Granted, it's not between your fingers and you're holding on to a leather uh, patch or, or handle, but Lamaisa, when you're using the sponge, you're still going to have some level of schita. Yeah, but not so, with your hands. I'm saying it's still the koach gavro, you know? So, so the answer might be, and we'll have to see if this fits throughout the sugya, the answer might be that obviously Rashi and the Rambam would say, scientifically, you are 100% correct, Ravid. Any time and every time you use a sponge, there will be some level of moisture coming out of the sponge. Question is, is it significant enough to say that's a maisa schita? 
Right? So maybe Rashi is coming from the standpoint that, of course, technically speaking, if you were to measure the water displacement as you're using the sponge, some water is coming out, but that might not be choshev kishchito. So we'll leave this in the back burner as a potential pshat in Rashi and the Rambam. Question, Jake. Um, it, it seems like the verse is really talking about a sponge, like a, something that is, especially when you talk about the, the fact that you know, this whole thing with your fingers, that it's something that's very delicate in the sense that it, you know, it, any, any pressure is going to squeeze out water. Yes. So is that going to be taken into account? Very much so. We do find earlier on there's a whole discussion about moving begodim, that are soaking wet in Simin Shin Aleph. And there, we don't seem to be as concerned. Even though the begot is wet, the distinction seems to be when it comes to a svog, then it's efshar. It's, it's a mamashib sikresha. You will be squeezing it while using it in contrast maybe to a regular begot that's not as absorbent. So there could be a chilik as well. So here we have Sif Yud Zayin. Let's take a look now at Sif Yud Ches. You have a barrel of wine, and you have a, a hole from the side of the barrel, from where they would uh, pour out the wine. Thank you, Gershon. And uh, when they didn't want the wine to come out, they would take some kind of peg and the material, and use the peg to squish in the material so that it would be a stopper and keep the wine inside the barrel. So, Some are of the opinion that it's mutter to do so, even though you will for sure be squeezing some of the liquid absorbed in the cloth, some of that liquid's coming out. As long as there's no kli catching the liquid from the bottom. So if it's just, I'm pushing in that rag using a peg, and as I'm squeezing the rag back into the hole, some of the wine is, is coming out, but it's going straight onto the floor, and there's no clee to catch it. <laughs> Since you're not getting any hana from this squeezing, <laughs> This is a classic example of a psikresha de lo where the malacha is for sure going to happen, but I have no interest. I'm not benefiting from that wine that's now being squeezed onto the floor, and therefore it's mutter. So the first opinion of the Mechaber is going with the famous shita of the, of the Aruch. It was of the opinion that a psikresha de la is mutter l'chadchila. Okay. However, he says, v'chalku Allah v'amru, but others argue on this, and they said, This is the sheet of Tosvos and other Rishonim, that even though it's lo nichaleh, that just means it's not going to be aser midir isa, but it's still going to be aser midir abanin. So the fact is, you're squeezing out the wine, it's a psikreisha de lo nichaleh, as the wine goes onto the floor, it should still be aser midir abanin. However, he says, The world, though, seems to be mekel when it comes to stopping up the barrel. And the Mishnah Baruch explains that what the Mechaber is saying is, even with a kli underneath, people are mekel. 
Listen, when it comes to saving wine, you know, you got to be most nefesh a little bit. But the 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 velt is mekel. So v'yesh lelamad alehem schos. Maybe you could explain the reason why they're mekel is the kibben shehabarza ruka chutz leneoris ve'ein yad magaas leneoris mutter. Perhaps since you're not actually squeezing in the baguette with your hand, you're using some kind of peg. Maybe that's why it's mutter. Midi dehavia svog, similar to the case we had previously of the sponge, sheyeshbo beisachiza. Just like we're makel to use a sponge when it has a handle, so too when it comes to stuffing up the barrel, barrel, the fact you're not squeezing it in with your hand, but you're taking some kind of uh, um, device and squeezing in the material, maybe that would have a similar leniency of the sponge with the handle. But the Mechaber says, because I feel this is not the strongest approach, and there's definitely what to be Megam game, right? one could argue that it's not the same thing as the sponge. The best thing to do is tell people, of course you're allowed to put the stopper back in the barrel, you don't have to waste the wine, Chalila. Just make sure there's no kli underneath that's catching those drops of, of yayin. Why does that make it mutter? If all that is a, is a psikresha de lo nichale, we just said that it should still be awesome midirabanan. We don't paskin like the oruch. So the Magan of Ram explains the reason why that should make it mutter is because you have two factors working together. Factor number one is. So it's for sure not going to be Asimidiraisa. And factor number two is we saw that the Shita of the Rebbeinu Tam was that whenever you have a situation of Holich Le'ibud, then there's no Dush whatsoever. So even though the Re argued on that and he was of the opinion it should still be Asimidirabanan, when you have these two things together, that it's a psikresha because I'm not benefiting from the wine, and it might not even be considered dosh at all, then you could be mekel. How about libun? Libun we're not concerned about because we're not talking about water, we're talking about wine. Either way, you're not cleaning out the begid by squeezing it back into the barrel. That's how the Magan of Ram understands this machaber. Is this a bug or is it a piece of dirt? It's a small ant. That's the Gemara in Ksubis. It says there are three types of people in the world. And you could determine that by how they handle a fly in their soup. Some people throw out the entire soup. Okay, those are in Istanis. Some people will just make sure not to eat the fly, and others will eat the fly badafka. Three types of people. <laughs> so I guess I'm in the middle. I'm not eating the ant. What's that? Little tiny one. It's a cute. It's a cute. It's, it's on the side of the cup, though. <laughs> what are you trying to do to me, Gershon? Um, so Lemaisa, that was Sif Yud Zayin and Sif Yud Ches in the Shulchan Aruch and Simon Shinchaf. 
question is, how do these concepts relate to using baby wipes or other moist material to clean off a surface on Shabbos? So there's a piece here from the Archo Shabbos. Um, this is at the end of the first volume in the section Biru Halacha, Simen Zayin, where, let's jump to the top of the left column here on page two. When it comes to using baby wipes, even though the mashka goes to waste, you're not trying to procure the liquid that's being squeezed out of the baby wipe into a cup. You're not using it. Nonetheless, when you're cleaning the child, you want it to be squeezed out. You want that liquid to come out of the wipe onto the baby. In order to clean him off well. And therefore he says, even though it's not the classic case of dash where you're squeezing it into a cup to actually use the liquid, but he says, Misvara... You could argue this is considered sarach lamashke, and it's not kishchita leibud. To take one step back, right? We have schita of libun and schita of dash. Is there any concern when it comes to schita of libun regarding a baby wipe? Right. Usually, when you take a wipe, it's clean and fresh and scented or even if it's unscented, right? And when you use it to clean off a baby, or even if you're doing it to clean off a table or any other surface, what's happening is, even if some of the, the water is being squeezed out, that's definitely not libun told, that's not schita told of libun, right? You're not cleaning the wipe by getting rid of the water. To the contrary, you're making it more dirty. And what do you plan on doing with that wipe after it's used? You throw it in the garbage. So we're going to see momentarily that Ramosha says unequivocally, there's no schita told of malabin when it comes to taking a wipe or taking a wet paper towel and trying to clean up shmutz and then throwing that, that uh, paper towel in the garbage. The only shaila is, and this is the, the main question, is there schita told of mefarig, told of dash? Or Shabbos is suggesting, the Pashib Shat, this should be a violation of dash. Now again, in the Ramban's world, the Ramban said that there's no dash whatsoever when it comes to squeezing out something from a begot. There's only dash when you're squeezing out something from its source of growth. So the Ramban would, and the Rambam is mashma like this also, the Ramban and the Rambam would say, there's no problem with the baby wipe. Because it's for sure not libun, and it's definitely not dash. However, we saw from the Shulchan Aruch, we don't paskin like that. We paskin that it's definitely possible to have schita told of dash, even when it's coming from a begot. And therefore, when it comes to a baby wipe, says Rev Rube, right? He's the Rav, by the way, of the Shul in Harnof. The Shul that uh, had the attack in 2014. Very, very chash of the Talmud Chacham on the basin of Rav Osner. He comes out saying, this should be told of, of, uh, of Dash. Question, Elisa? Yeah, I'm wondering if um, Dash is, is contingent on liquid being uh, drinkable, being a mashka. 
In other words, if you have stuff, cleaning agents, whatever, in the wipe, and nobody would drink that. Now it's 99% water, they say. Okay. Yeah, but it's got alcohol. It's got alcohol. Say you were using a Clorox wipe instead of bleach. Um, oh. Would that change? That's a great question. I mean, when it comes to the malach of mustarik of dash, is that limited to things that are edible or drinkable? Right. All the cases we have in the in the Gemara and the poskim that speak about the cloth on water, or the case that we saw, right, the cloth in the barrel, that's all squeezing out a mashka that that you can consume. Maybe there's an argument to say that if you can't drink the water coming out of the wipe. Maybe that would make it. There's no Isra of Dash. We'll have to explore that. Okay, a good haora. You mentioned before something about the amount, the tiny bit. What's that? You mentioned before something about a tiny bit. Um, like here, even if you took the white and squeezed it, you're probably going to get one drop out there. So the mice, it depends. It depends. I had someone actually come by the house who was visiting Florida. We were good friends from his TTB days. And he came by with five different types of baby wipes to show me. Right? So we had a whole baby wipe party. It was really fun. And uh, Lemaisa, any one of those wipes, sometimes the one right on top, you know, it's more dry and it's not really usable. Right? Got to get rid of that one. But once you get to the one underneath it, if you take it and you squeeze it, you will definitely have liquid come out. Any wipe that's worth its dollars and cents, you'll have water come out of it once you squeeze it. You're not, you're not doing that. Oh, oh. So you're not doing that generally, that's for sure. But let's Lamaisa go through the sugi here and see if we can make applications to baby wipes. Or Shabbos is saying, Lechar, it should be usr, it should be a form of dash. Now he has a question that he's bothered by, and this is a halach we find in the, uh, the Shulchan Aruch, the Mishnah Baruch Kotzes and Tafresh Gimel by Yom Kippur. If you have a towel that was wet before Yom Kippur, right, you wash off your face and your hands, whatever, before Yom Kippur, the morning of Yom Kippur, you're allowed to take that and just rub it across your eyes to get some of the schmutz out, the, the sleep out of your eyes. So what's pshat? Why is that mutter? Chorah, you are doing some level of squeezing. Right? If you were to ask anyone, why does this work? Why is this helpful? You could argue, well, there's some water on the surface and likely there's some water that's being squeezed out. So why is that not a problem of dash? So the Aruch HaShabbos says that There your intention is not to squeeze out any liquid that's absorbed in the towel in order to clean off your eyes, and that's why it's permissible. But this is not the same as our discussion of using a baby wipe. In order to clean what you're trying to clean, you want that liquid coming out of the, of the towelette. And sometimes you have so much liquid that even on the surface you just cleaned, you have enough there, it's moist enough to make something else wet. So he's suggesting we have a distinction between the case of Yom Kippur and the baby wipes. When it comes to a baby wipe, you're trying to get out the liquid that's absorbed in the wipe itself. So I ask you the question, is that true? 
So it depends on the baby wipe, perhaps. If you're not using that first one that's all dried out, usually there's enough moisture on the surface of the wipe. You could argue that most people, when they're using the wipe, they're not trying to squeeze out the absorbed liquid, but it's totally sufficient to have the liquid on the surface of the, of the wipe itself. Right, so the question is, when it comes to a baby wipe, assuming that it is absorbent, would you say that it's the same as the Yom Kippur case, where I'm not trying to squeeze anything out, the, the surface moisture is good enough? Or would you argue like the Orcha Shabbos is saying, no, you're Badafka trying to squeeze it out, and therefore it's a whole different Shiloh. I'm claiming it's not so posh that it's different. If you have a baby wipe that's moist enough, you could argue it's the exact same thing as the, the Yom Kippur case. I'm not trying to get out any of the liquid absorbed in the, in the material. You don't even have to apply pressure. You can just kind of... Yes. So this is the Orcha Shabbos. We're going to have to explore this more. I want to jump, though, to Ramosha. Ramosha has a famous tshuva regarding cleaning a surface, a table, or a plate with a wet paper towel. This is source number three. He says, He says, For sure there's no problem of schita as a tolva of melabein, because you're just throwing this paper towel in the garbage afterwards, you're not cleaning it. And even if theoretically you would keep it around for another usage, So namilo mislabein b'mayim elem miskalkel. It's not becoming clean through any squeezing out of the water. It's becoming dirty. So he says there's for sure no problem of schita as it told of malabin. Ah, dami But perhaps it should be similar to the case of the svog. Ramosha seems to be assuming the case of svog was addressing schita as it told of mafarik. And he's posing the question, maybe when it comes to a wet paper towel, you would also have to have some kind of base, some kind of handle, because otherwise, taking a regular wet paper towel and thinning off the table might be a violation of dash. If you're trying to squeeze out the water, to use the water. And he says, the af. He's speaking about making, taking a napkin and Exactly. He's talking about taking a paper towel, soaking it in water, and then using it to clean off the surface. So there's no problem of Liban. The question would be, maybe it's a problem of Dosh. So he says, Ba'af ibud. And even though you're not procuring the liquid into a Kli, the water is going to waste. Sabri Sha'asumidirabanan. We saw, at least according to the Ri Shita, that should still be Asumidirabanan. And you could argue that even with a paper towel, you have this kind of schita, where it's holich li'ibud, but, but it should still be asr midirabanan. Now, right off the bat, we see that Ramosha held 
Kenegid the Archo Shabbos. Archo Shabbos said that when it comes to a baby wife, even though the water is officially holy, but you're not procuring it into a cup, but because you're trying to use it, that's considered squeezing something for its purpose, and that would be dush. Ramosha is saying, not like that. Ramosha is saying, even though you're, you might be trying to use the water being squeezed out of the paper towel, that's not classic dush. Classic dush is only when you're procuring it to actually use the liquid for something. He calls this holich le'ibud. Now he still says, we should be concerned for the opinion of the ri, that it should be asumid de'ribonin. Of a mistavra de bidniar, ein lahachshiv zeleschita. However, he says it's, it's more reasonable to assume that when it comes to a paper towel, we don't even view it as schita, de lo nivla betocha niar, because it's not really absorbed within the paper towel. That needs explanation. Va'af she'al kopanam yesh lesser midirabanin, de hagam beser shevadai lo nivla asum midirabanin. You could still argue. That even when you have a material that's not absorbed, or it's not absorbed in that material, to squeeze out water from even non-absorbent material is still asumidirabanan, similar to what we find by squeezing out one's hair. Mikomakom kivan de eno kli, since you're not squeezing it into a kli, vigam ein derech lischot mayam miniar klal, and it's not the derech to squeeze out water from the paper towel. Not for usage of the water and not for cleaning the paper towel. And you're not being machaving to squeezing it out. You should have the same heter we found in the machaber and sif yudches, where we had, according to the Magan of Ram, there were two reasons to be makel. The first one was, again, when you're stuffing that rag back into the barrel using some kind of uh, instrument, the peg, is because, gesundheit, <coughs> it's a psikresha de lo nichale. It's a psikresha de lo nichale because there the water is falling onto the ground or onto the floor, right? You're not capturing it in the kli. And, according to the Rebbeinu Tam, there's not even dosh. Because when you're not catching the liquid, that's not pechlal dash. You have those two things together. That was the heter of Sif Yudches. Says Ramosha, those two svaras seem to apply here as well. It's a psikresha de lo meaning even if you argue there is schita taking place with the wet paper towel, but it's a psikresha de lo and it's holich le'ibud. Well, that's why there's no problem of cleaning the paper towel, he said, because that's just going in the garbage and you're getting it more dirty than it was before. Well, let's say you leave it for the next meal. Would that be a problem? Wouldn't be a problem either if the issue is malabain, because as long as you're getting it dirty, you can't say that squeezing out water is a form of cleaning the paper towel. But I want to focus carefully on these svaras of Ramosha, because there have been many contemporary poskim who asks some pretty basic questions on this tshuva. Let's take a look here back at the Archa Shavis, where he quotes the tshuva of Ramosha, and he has three very fundamental kashas, and therefore, mitzvah aleinu lahoshiv maran 
Hagoin, Reb Moshe Feinstein, Zecher Tzadik Levracha, Veschuso Yogan Elena Benoimar. Amen. The first question is, Chada, de minolun ki agavna chashiv schita leibud. How does Reb Moshe know that this is considered schita leibud, where the water is considered going to waste? You want the water that's squeezed out because that's helpful in the cleaning of the table. How does Ramosha know that's considered holich le'ibud? Right, his svara was that's considered procuring the liquid. And even though theoretically you could argue you don't need the water coming out, here's question number two. It should be a psikresha de nichale. Ramosha is saying it's a psikresha de lo nichale. A psikresha de lo nichale is the case of the barrel where the wine that's, that's being squeezed out of the rag is going onto the floor. That's obviously a psikresha de lo nichale. In this case, though, any water that's being squeezed out of the towel is lechara nichale. It's helpful. Vigam and his third question on Ramosha is. Mashadon the Efshar She'ena Psikresha, that which Ramosha writes, that he says possibly it's not even a Psikresha, Tzorachiyin, De'eneinu haro she'belechitza kala yotzim gam mayim mibifnin, because our eyes see, Anan Saadi, that when you take a wet paper towel and you wipe it on a surface, even lightly, Lomaisa, some water is going to be squeezed out of that paper towel. So these are three very strong questions on Ramosha. Question number one is, how do you know that that's considered holich li'ibud? If you want to use the liquid, maybe that's procuring it. That should be a violation of dash. Question number two is, how can you say it's a psikresha delo nichale? It's obviously helping you in the cleaning of the surface. And question number three is, how can you say that it might not be a psikresha? Whenever you press it down even lightly, of course it's going to come out. Two is saying it is a psikresha, but it's lo nichale. And he's asking, why would you categorize this as lo nichale? Question number three is saying that Ramosha suggested it might not even be a psikresha. On that, Archoshabas is asking, of course it's a psikresha. What's that, Ruxvi? So at the, at the end of the tshuva, where he explains that you have the two reasons to be mekel, he says, hachinami ikatarti litivusa. But what does he mean, you have those two things that are helping you? One of the two things from Sif Yudches was? So here's what I'd like to do. Even though it's somewhat of a, of a detailed sugya here, we have a lot more to accomplish. And because this has many ramifications for a lot of halacha lamaisa, I'd like to continue next week. But I do want to just quickly answer the questions against Reb Moshe, because how could we leave off with kashas on Reb Moshe? Let's start with his last question. Last question is, how could you even suggest it's not a psikresha? We see that whenever you press down even slightly, some of the liquid will come out. Good kasha. We had that same kasha on Rashi and the Rambam. Rashi and the Rambam said that when you have a base of Chiza, what does a base of Chiza help? 
Right? This is the Ravitz Kasha and Rashi and the Rambam. What does a Besachiza help? Whenever you use the sponge, you're still squeezing out some of the liquid. So how do we understand Rashi and the Rambam? Shad is, is that it could very well be, and we're going to see this more in a tshuva from the Minchas Asher, but it's not a kasha on Ramosha, it's a kasha on Rashi. The answer we have for Rashi is, it could very well be that when you have a, a, a minuscule amount of liquid coming out, that might not be categorized as chita told of dosh. Right? It might not be a scientific getter of can you prove some liquids coming out, it might be more of, of, uh, of a metzius, lefie neinu ros. If we see there's real liquid being procured, that's a violation of dash, and you're using it. So to, so to point out, his third question is really Akasha and Rashi and the Rambam. Whatever you want to say for them could be the answer for Moshe himself. I just want to point that out. So it's a good question. It's a good question. I'm not sure. It could be by Liban as well. But again, for this case, Liban's not even part of the Shiloh because there's no, no concern for Liban. Let's work backwards, though. Question number two was, it's a Psyk Reisha de Nichale. How can Ramosha say it's a Psyk Reisha de Lo Nichale? Of course it's helping you. So again, if it's, a, if it's a very dry baby wipe or it's a very dry paper towel and you have to squeeze out some of the moisture that was absorbed inside to actually... Uh, be productive and effective in cleaning the surface, or Shabbos is correct. It's a psigration of Nikolai. However, if you have a moist uh, baby wipe, or the paper towel is moist enough that on the surface there's sufficient liquid, so the fact that some more liquid's going to get squeezed out, does that make it a psigration of Nikolai? The Biralacha tells us at the very end of Simen Shin Chaf, we just have one line of it here on the photocopy in the page one, Biralacha tells us the Yisod Gobel that even if it's not similar to the case of the, the wine dripping on the floor, it's not shot that it's low nicha, that you don't want it or it's detrimental, but as long as it's low ichbisle, as long as you don't care about it, that's the same thing as low nicha le. If it's not helping you at all in what you're trying to accomplish, that's categorized halachically as lo nichale. So Ramosha would say back to the Aruch HaShabbos, with all due respect, if you have a baby wipe or a paper towel that's moist enough to do its job, the little bit that's coming out that's absorbed in the material, that's a psikresha de lo nichale, because it's lo ichpasle. I don't need that, I don't care about that. And to the contrary, if it's too moist, that itself could be detrimental. They engineer baby wipes, right, with the chachma atzuma to make sure it's not too moist because if you leave the baby too wet, that could cause a rash, that could cause uh, issues. So Ramosha would say, this is a psik reisha de lo because it's lo ich because you don't care about it. Now to answer his first question on Ramosha, his first question was, where do you know that it's considered holy chleibud? You're still using it. So I would take issue with the premise of this question and ask the opposite question. Where do you know that if it's holy but it's not holy but if you're still using it? Right? The Maestro Shabbos said that misvara, you could argue if you're trying to utilize the liquid that's coming out, even though you're not procuring it, that's considered l'tzorach the mashka. That's not holy but It's not so posh. 
But Lamaisa, to answer this first question of Ramosha, I want to wait till next week because there's a Gemara and Daf Nona Mebeis and Shabbos and the revolver there that seems to say explicitly that even if you're benefiting from a liquid that's being procured, but it's not actually being captured in a kli, that very well might be an example of holik li'ibud. So the answer is, third question, the answer is, that's not a kasha and Moshe, it's a kasha and Rashi and the Rambam, Ayin Sham. Answer the second question of its psikresha, the nichale, the answer is, it's not nichale, it's lo ichbusle. And the answer is, first question is, how does he know this? The answer is, it's a beferish gemara and Shabbos, to be continued.